The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody and welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis of McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you wascally wabbit. Happy birthday to you. Uh-huh. Hi, everybody. We are, uh, we're celebrating the life of Bugs Bunny, who oh. turns 80 years old today. Oh. I mean, he doesn't. So excited to have... He's not on the show, um, but if he was, I think he'd sound a little something like this. <laughs> okay, yeah. but, but he wasn't born, right? So he'll never die. He was born. Just because he, he'll never well, die doesn't mean he was born. Well, let's not so quick to judge because Maud Flanders died famously of Simpsons so there is precedent that cartoon characters can pass away and we write about it in our TV guide and we try to solve who shot Mr. Burns and it's very important to us so Bugs Bunny could get very very sick Travis with some sort of some sort of disease for rabbits yeah some kind of carrot related thing some sort of thing like that yes uh, like maybe he just he ate some tainted carrots and shit himself to death, and he gets st- and he's little. Rabbits are little. It wouldn't take much, would it? And you're thinking about it now. He's a fragile little guy. We have to protect this 80 year old rabbit man. You know, I never cared for his antics. I'm just gonna put it right out there. Thanks. If you of of all the kind of cartoon, uh, I would say figureheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I always found Bugs Bunny's acerbic wit. And Japery to be a little bit, uh, a, a little bit on the mean this side. This is now. This is the moment where we can exclusively reveal that Travis was adopted. His birth name was Travis Fudd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I'm so I, I I'm glad we could finally put that out into the world. I don't think I'm, you I'm, have to be cut from that particular bald, impotent cloth to to hate this rabbit. I think dude sucks. You watch you. Space Jam, fucking Lola Bunny shows up like, hey everybody, check out how good I am at basketball. And this fucking idiot rabbit's like, I have a boner. It's like, yo, like she didn't come here for you to do that, Bugs. She came here to play basketball with Michael Jordan, which is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If I rolled well, up I to mean, that lo- gym and was like, let me play basketball, show you how good I am, Taz, check out how good I am at dunking. And fucking, you know, Wiley Coyote was like, mm, let me fuck you. I would be like, this is not what I signed up for. Okay, uh, Griffin, to be fair, hmm? please don't besmirch Wiley Coyote. He brought you dinner first, and he would... He would ask for consent. He would hold up a little sign that would say, mm, gotta fuck you. He wouldn't say it out loud. He, would, he like, would hold up a sign that said, would it be okay if I fucked you? Can I talk about the stuff that I want to talk about with Bugs Bunny? Is it about how much he sucks? I did my tri- I did my research on Bugs Bunny. All right. Looked up some facts and figures and stats. And I have two things I'd like to share with you about Bugs Bunny. Thank you, the mental floss, as always, for, for paring all of human history down to the real tank nugs. 
Uh, here's one fact that I'd like to discuss. In several psychological studies about false beliefs, mm-hmm. scientists have shown people fake advertisements for Disney World featuring Bugs Bunny. A significant portion of subjects then claim to remember going to Disney and meeting Bugs, even though Warner Brothers' character would never be on display at a Disney theme park. Now, okay. Hey. I want to be the, I want to hang out with these people who are like, F- yeah, it's fucking Saul Bugs' buddy. I remember when I was there, it was me and the mouse and Bugs, all through my best friends, just hanging out. How much time do you think there had to be between showing them these fake ads and then asking them, like, hey, look at this ad. Do you remember this? Yes? Yeah, I guess. Do you remember I, when you saw Bugs Bunny? Oh, yeah, I think he was there. Although, yeah, to be fair to sci- to be unfair to science, I guess I should say, to be fair to these people who were in the study, if you show me a commercial for, for, for Disney World featuring Bugs Bunny, and then they're like, is Bugs Bunny a Disney World? I would probably say, well, it'd be a fucking weird commercial if he's not, huh? <laughs> they're going to have a lawsuit so. on their hands, huh? <laughs> who, who is wasting their time making false Disney World ads if not? That's weird. I mean, to be fair, there is a lot of weird stuff at Disney now. Sometimes I'm reminded that the Muppets are owned by Disney, and that seems interesting and strange. Yeah. But if someone said, was Bugs Bunny at Disney? I'd be like, I don't know, man. You said you'd give me $100 if I did this study. Is that now? Do I? Is it check or cash, or what's the deal? Um, I, my second fact about Bugs right. is uh, in 1961, uh, Mel Blanc, who voiced Bugs Bunny, got into a serious car accident that left him in a coma for weeks. Eventually, a doctor tried to get the unresponsive patient to talk by asking him, Bugs Bunny, how are you doing today? Blank responded in Bugs' voice, what's up, doc? Later, the doctor would say of the incident, it seemed like Bugs Bunny was trying to save his life. Oh, God. That's (laughs) not a good, and that doctor's licensed to do literally anything that involves helping people medically, touching people, (laughs) being near people, was instantly- Driving a car. He shouldn't be allowed to do anything. So this, so are you telling this doctor after this moment, like went back to the other other doctors is like, Bugs Bunny is, listen, I know how this is going to sound, but Bugs Bunny is in there and he's trying to help me save this man's life. Anyways, I'm going to go write a movie called Monkey Bone now, if you'll excuse me. The next morning he came in all embarrassed, like, guys, I'm sorry, I watched Patch Adams 30 years before. Before it came out, and <laughs> it led me to some questionable decisions. Hate this fucking rabbit. Let's this talk about something I'm else. Saying. I'm you guys, you know, if if Donald Duck was talking shit, Mickey wouldn't trick a hunter into shooting him. That's what True. I'm saying. Yeah, right? like yeah. Mickey Mouse would never be like, Haha, "It's duck season, fucker!" Like he wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's like if if Peg like Pete was there. And he was terrorizing Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse wouldn't be like, stab Donald to death instead. Yeah. Um, my, yeah. We were we were watching a Donald Duck cartoon mm. recently, and my two-year-old uh, just out of nowhere loudly announced, Donald Duck is a grass hole. <laughs> like, what? He said, Donald Duck, he's a grass hole. And we, we, after a little bit of searching and digging, we found out that she had confu- confused him with Donald Trump. It was just echoing things that we had said around the house. <laughs> All right, cool. Donald, so Donald Duck is a grass hole now. Is that, is that how you sort of like get your political frustration out? As you walk around your house loudly proclaiming that Donald Trump is an asshole? No, my five-year-old does that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then so. Okay, cool. Okay. I was so going to say that's probably down. not, that ain't going to move the needle. That ain't going to move the national conversation it's a, forward. It's a, big, it's a big tit at our house. We like to let all political <laughs> views. <laughs> uh foment 
All right. Uh, this is an advice show, and it's specifically an advice show on the Maximum Fun Network, which is more specifically doing its annual pledge drive, the Maximum Fun Drive. MaximumFun.org slash join is the address where you can go right now and support the shows that you love. You listen to Bim Bam, Sawbones, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Jordan, Jesse Go, The Adventure Zone, uh, what, whatever, Switchblade Sisters, you name it. Oh no, Ross and Carrie, all those great shows need your support now. And the cool thing is if you can pledge a few bucks a month or a lot of bucks a month, whatever works for you. We know there's a weird time for money. So whatever you can do, we really appreciate it. But that money goes directly to the shows you listen to. You choose the shows you listen to when you sign up and uh, Max Fund takes a small portion to sort of keep things operating on their end. They do a lot to support our shows. And then the rest goes, is just split up between the shows that you enjoy. It's a way to support uh, the stuff you like. And in, in, I know times are weird for for y'all out there financially. For a lot of folks, I will say it's also pretty pretty weird on our end. Uh, 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 touring and stuff like that is, is not currently an option for us. So we really do depend on your support uh, to, to keep things going around here. So if, if you like what we do and you, you have a few spare bucks and just a, a few spare seconds, MaximumFun.org forward slash join is the address. There's gifts too. Yeah, if you can pledge five bucks a month, you get a ton of bonus content. Uh, Ten bucks a month, you get all that stuff in a beautiful pin from the show of your choice. But the real thing is you're supporting things that you love. And um, with that, not to put too far a point on it, but we we really need you. So if, if if you can help out, if you're able to, MaximumFun.org forward slash join. More like MaximumFun.orgasm, because that's what you're going to have when you go to this website. Wow. And I t- I'm not going to say it again. We I'm didn't not used to work so blue. When did... <sighs> I told you I wouldn't say it again. What are we, Red Book? Come on. (laughs) Can we, um, can we do a question? At the office, my desk is right next to our single occupant bathroom. Unfortunately, I'm able to hear some of the louder sounds that come out of the bathroom. Oh, baby! (laughs) (laughs) However, there's a new new guy in the office. Oh, Marmaduke, you've done it again! Snap into a slim jam! (laughs) (laughs) However, there's a new guy in the office who goes into the bathroom and immediately starts playing drums on his legs. Fuck yeah. The thing is, he's really good. That's funnier than our things that we said. Uh, yeah, it's almost like you just let me get through the questions. Uh, I've been looking for a new drummer to jam with. <laughs> and would love to ask him to jam sometime. How do I approach the new guy and tell him that I'm impressed with him bathroom drumming and invite him to come jam? That's from Shamely, Shamefully Shy in Chicago. Let's, uh, okay. <sighs> we can assume they're, they're, this, this person is drumming on his legs. On when sit when seated, doing twosies yeah. or doing twosies or a comfortable onesie, right? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, listen. If you're not sitting down to onesie, ugh, what are you doing? You're, yeah, you're wasting a perfectly good uh, ch- chillax opportunity. No, I don't sit think people down. are. I don't think people are standing at the urinal, pulling their pants down to the point where they have exposed <laughs> thighs to create that sort of sonorous like slap. Yeah, and then, the like, ham bone. Doing that. Um, so that's that's important to know, man. Yeah, I mean, listen. If he's gonna get a good drum on, if he's gonna ham bone, he needs to like get get some skin. Maybe he's also pulling up his shirt to get like the tummy symbol oh, going. Oh, belly like a deep uh, a deep bass yeah, drum. Yeah, right. That's the bass drum. So what would t- symbols you get a little, maybe like you get the a shoulders? Bit of, uh, you get the fucking hi hat at the like, but then you get that. 
here's let's the play a game hold on can we stop can we stop Let's play a game where I slap a part of my body. You guys tell me what you think it is. Okay. Got it. Wait, you Justin, be quiet. I, I hear like it. We have played this game, this exact game before. I'm going to say that's a clavicle. That's like a. a no. A, you, you think my clavicle would make that? Like, there's not that much clavicle surface area to make that it's like loud of a slap. Justin, Wait, do you want to hear on. it again? Are you shirtless? No. That's like your flank. Oh. It's like your flank right around your wrist. Travis? You want to guess again? I'm going to say it's your bicep. That's my foot. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So this can Wonderful. be, everybody's always getting on my goners because I don't have a great segment. Like you guys have all these great segments. So maybe <laughs> now in the middle of an episode, I'll be like, everybody shut up. That was my elbow. If you say that you're going to do this throughout the episode, it will be the first time that we've ever actually said that and actually followed through on it. Probably won't. We'll be doing this throughout the episode. Probably won't be doing that then. Uh, um, probably not. I Listen, all you got to do is let you got to lure him out with a tasty groove. Oh, and shit. that's the thing is with if you're within earshot of this guy and you're just like sitting at the coffee maker and while you're sitting at the coffee maker, you just lay out a little does the goosh, does does the goosh. Does the goosh, does the goosh. He's gonna pick up whatever <laughs> sticks he can find right around you and 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 start laying down another lick. Maybe give you a little bit of that. And then you're giving him like that. Does the goosh, does does the goosh. And he's giving you that. And then Susan yeah, like from that. down the hall leans in going boom, 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 boom. Um, I really wish we could have built that sonically. <laughs> I really like. We were. When we Travis helped it. Yeah, but at different times. Boom, 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 boom. That's gonna be actually that. You know what? I want to do a backwards segment. That's your. That's your TikTok. Uh, for assignment. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay, that'll be a good. One. I don't think that's Cut how that together. Here's 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 oh, the problem. Oh, oops. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? The problem is this, Justin. You're gonna start laying down that tasty groove, and he's going to get a little embarrassed to maybe walk away, and you're gonna push it. And find out that he is only comfortable, much like someone singing in the shower, he's only comfortable playing drums sitting on the turlet. So yeah. you're gonna need to get a porta potty into yeah. your garage where you jam. Yeah. For him to be comfortable doing it. Now, right. if you can figure that out, that's a great gimmick for a band. It's a great fucking gimmick. It's like Frank, sort of, but yes. uh, with a guy in it. Would you have, would you cut out? Armholes. Hmm. <laughs> oh, cool! In the porta potty. Huh. <laughs> so it's like the porta potty's playing the drums, or would you put the drums? I had I pictured the drums in the porta potty, but that's now... gonna fuck the whole Sonic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Sonically, yeah. that's not gonna work. Now, now I'm seeing it, and I like your version much better. Yeah, like little arms stick out of the porta potty, and they're just ripping. Ooh, and, let and me I say... guess you gotta have feet holes for the. Yeah, kick drum, but then an LED face so that it can take oh. on different facial expressions. Like you're really, more time. <laughs> really getting <laughs> into it. You know, it's like, oh, the porta potty's fucking rocking today, and the, yeah. he's biting his little LED lip or whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've also got the built-in like when you need publicity, be like, he's finally stepping out of the porta potty. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny actually. The, uh, Neil Pert used to do this called the porta potty. <laughs> Not a lot of people know. <laughs> Oh, you dumb so. piece of shit. I'm checking with the judges. <laughs> Hold on. Um, hey, can I do a Yahoo? 
Yeah, I love that girl. So here's a Yahoo that was sent in by, uh, as long as we're talking about jamming on music, here's one sent in by uh, Adrian Cal. Thank you, Adrian. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm uh, going to call uh, Megum, like Megan, but with an M at the end asks, mm-hmm. why do cello players shake their head when they play the cello? Okay. No everybody, joke. everybody knows this. You you look at the you look at the string quartet. The cello players always like, mm, uh, I always kind of grooving. I was watching uh, a Rachmaninoff concert last night. Oh fuck off! Well, no, F- fuck me. fuck Maninoff. Okay, <laughs> that's two. That's two um, in a row. And it featured a young woman playing the piano. She was really getting into it. Right. And and as much as I enjoyed. Her performance, all I kept thinking was like how much more interesting it would be if she just looked really bored. If she was like yawning and like checking the time and stuff and playing almost like she was just like killing time. Right. So like this, these really difficult licks. And I think that maybe that's it is at this point, all cello players are so good at it that they have to act like it's really hard. So that it's like people are impressed because if they like showed how it was like, no, at this point, man. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm trying to remember that recipe from my grandmother's really good banana nut muffins. Like, this right. is easy. It's possible. It's possible. It could also be that Yo-Yo Ma started doing it, and everybody was like, well, if Yo-Yo's, if, if Ma's doing it, I need there have to, be like trends I need to do like this. That, right? Absolutely, there's cellist trends. Absolutely, uh, there is. Oh, this guy started wearing real jangly bracelets, so now we're all wearing jangly bracelets so that you can hear us like, dinkle, dinkle, as we go, like do you know, I, would, do you, I would, I would, I would think bowstring composure is like a big, ooh. like there's always like a new shit. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's can continually more sort of devious, like yeah. a more, like a wor- worse, just worse. Like it's you know, like tank. for the environment, worse morally, oh, like yeah. more bankrupt. Like if it gets like cow, like baby cow innards, stuff like that. It just gets like worse and worse. This and worse. is hair like, from the Christ. Yeah, Positive we Christ stole jobs. it. We stole it from the church. This is this is hair from the. We hired Nicholas Cage to steal the hair of Christ. Steal, steal a fist wolf Christ hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys know the kind of head shake I'm talking like that kind of like? Mm, fuck, yeah, yeah really I'm into it. Like, really, really going on it. Really hitting well, it. Oh yeah, shredding these, shredding these. Shreds. I'm ready to fuck. tell you, Griffin, the truth. Yeah. And uh, I only know this because I'm an honorary cellist because I saved uh, a cellist's life. And so now their life is mine to do it yeah, as yeah. I please. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know how it works. Um, what a lot of people don't know if you don't play a cello is actually the way a cello works is as you're playing it, it is fighting back the whole time. And so it's it kind of like you. a- Yeah, it's like a wrestling match. So there's a lot of like um, kind of re- like throwing it back and forth that has to happen. So that head shake is like the kind of counterbalance to keep the cello from getting away. Because uh, if it were to ever get free, that yeah. little it has that big spike at the bottom. A dangerous. It would it would use that to kill everyone to hurt, in the room. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. So and then there's also the danger that you know a lot of the times Yo Yo Ma before he was such an accomplished cellist, he would finish a performance and then people would be like, oh shit, where did he, where did Yo Yo Ma just go? And then be like, ah fuck, he got he got trapped inside his cello again. And yep. you would look inside, you would look inside the little hole, and he would be in there like ah fuck. It got me. That's why the concerts go so long. They have to wear wear out their cellos so that they can be put away for so another night. So they can night. be put away or else they will not get back in their boxes. They don't like it at all. They will kill. And and they will not stop killing. Once they taste human blood, 
the cello will never rest until we are all dead. And that's why violinists are weak babies, because it's like, yep. fight, a, fight a real fucking instrument. D- a double bass is like, all right, fucking, <laughs> wow, we get it. You're so strong. You can kick a but double bass. But even that, that's why, see, the violin is too weak to really hurt human beings all that much, but a double bass is so heavy yeah. that it's easy to catch. A cello is right there in the middle. It's easily God's most dangerous creature. And then you get you see a swing band where they're like fucking spinning that double bass around, and it's like, Wow. Big dick energy, anybody? <laughs> Is that back? <laughs> I don't think so. It kind of yeah. felt like it, felt like it was shitty. peeking its head back in. It felt- and everyone said, that's not back. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, um, are we doing big dick? Are we doing big dick energy? Nope, not saying that. Nope, no more. It's, it's, it is problematic. Okay, I'll see. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try again in another couple of years. Bye. Here's another question. I just purchased a basketball for my father's birthday. Unfortunately, he decided he would go out and buy one for himself at the end of the week, two days before I was going to give it to him. The problem is simple. How do I keep him from buying his own basketball while not letting him know what I've done? Because of everything, the store is not accepting returns. I don't want him to buy another thing. What can I do? You got to read the name. Bung- basketball Bungle in Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> what kind Very of relationship? Good. Oh, man, I have a lot of questions. What kind of relationship do you have with your father? And what kind of relationship does your father have with money and also the sporting goods store? That and he basketball would, for that and matter. And basketball for that matter, that he would say something like, at the end of this week. <laughs> <laughs> God is my witness. Everyone, listen, everyone. Everyone. Gather around. Gather Shut around. Everyone. Shut up and listen. This Friday afternoon, I will be going to Dick's Sporting Goods to purchase one American basketball. 55 birthdays have passed in which I did not have a basketball. Another one will not come and go until I have that rubber bastard under my thumb. That is such a wild thing that I did not even process that's what they were saying. I thought they were talking in the past tense, but no. A declaration mm-hmm. has been made about basketball purchasing plans. Well, in the near future, your dad is from a different generation. We're going to the store. It used to be an event. You know, people used to gather around and circle the basketballs they were going to buy, or maybe just look at if they sure. couldn't afford it. You know, that used to be a big day out during the Great Depression, just to go to the Dicks and look at the basketballs. Maybe bounce them up and down the the aisles, get a sense. Of, of their action, you know what I mean? And then dream about the day when you could afford a basketball. Cut out cut out clips of the old Sears mm-hmm. Roebuck catalog of some beautiful new basketballs. Why do you think why did is, he look when you when he announced this, did he maybe look knowingly at everyone waiting uh, thinking someone might say no? <laughs> please don't <laughs> don't do that. Hint, hint, hint. Mm. I mean, again, a strange relationship with basketball, if that is the case. Like, I really want to make sure. I'm really going to put a gun to everyone's heads on this whole basketball thing. Um, Well, one of two things has happened. Either your father has never owned a basketball, at which point him deciding two days before his birthday to buy it is is an interesting... Why now, father? Or he has owned a basketball before, routinely used it, and now it is, I don't know, destroyed somehow. And has like, why? I He loves basketball enough that both you and him have thought about getting him a basketball, but not so much that he has a basketball at the ready. Can I ask us just a stupid question? 
Yes. Yeah. It's Dr. Anthony Fauci on cameo. <laughs> what? Because if he is, you could just pay him like a hundred bucks or something to lead to a cameo for your dad. That's like basketball is, you know, dangerous or uh, contaminated in some way. Oh, so and not as a present. N- n- no, I mean, it would be a present. You could have it be like, happy birthday, you old son, son of a gun. And also don't touch, don't touch any basketballs. Uh, they're so dangerous. Uh, and it's really Unless bad. given to you by a loved one. Unless they have been, unless they're my own special brand of Fauci balls. <laughs> and then you are going to have to coordinate with Fauci to get him to like decorate Sign the it. basketball, like put it, but maybe it's just a big cool sticker that he puts on it that lets people yeah. know this is a genuine, clean Fauci ball. I this really is a hope genuine I'm Fauci. That. I really hope I'm saying that name right. <laughs> yeah, you're doing pretty good. Okay. I don't think he's on Cameo, though. When your dad says, I'm going to go buy a basketball, say, no, don't buy a basketball. And he's like, why not? You say, because basketballs are stupid. So <laughs> make him feel really bad about it. Or you could what? pay $100, beloved Dr. Anthony Fauci, to do that for you, Trav. Your idea was just a worse idea version of my idea. Hey, let me throw this out. 10 minutes before he's about to leave to go to the store, hand him the basketball and say, happy early birthday. Yep. That's the because that is the play. You've gotten him two presents then. You've mm-hmm. gotten him a basketball, and he doesn't have to go anywhere to get it. That would be perhaps if this were if I were your father, which I'm not, then unless this is BB, then I would be so jized to have just been miraculously saved any amount of effort whatsoever that like that would make my day. You what know, if your like child? That, what if your child just walked into the room right now, Travis, and just like launched a fucking bullet chest pass right at you? Like, let's go, pops! Happy birthday! Oh my god, I'd be so excited. I don't even like basketball, and I'd be excited. Let's yeah. put it a different way. What if BB walked in and said, "Here on this memory drive is the rest of the episode already recorded. You can go fuck off." Well, I'd be would, so excited. That would be so sick. Yeah, I would love that. Right? If Henry and Charlie and BB had just gone ahead and recorded the rest of the episode for us, I mean, I'd be watching Avatar The Last Airbender right now. Cool life that you're living. Can I do another Yahoo? I love that, Griffin. I love how we're just churning through questions this time. Yeah, we're really blasting off into some new levels. Finally getting some work done. Uh, you know? Emma can't sent this in. Thank you, Emma. It's Yahoo Answers user. They are anonymous also. I'm going to call them uh, Preston Asks. Do people travel to the USA for good American food, like hot dogs and burgers? Oh, my God. There's got to be some reason they're doing it, because it was Broadway, but now it's not (laughs) that anymore. And Um, listen, just to be clear, there mm -hmm. are good restaurants and good cooks in America. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Wow. What a bold supposition, Travis. But what I like about this question is there are good restaurants and good cooks like everywhere. What this question is asking is, is America a destination for food for specific American cuisine that you can only get in America? And like that, I I do not know that there's an answer to that. If it does happen, I hope they're listening so I can give them this special public service announcement right now. Hello, my name is Justin McElroy. I host a podcast and uh, several other podcasts. We are proud Americans. We're, I'm, mm. 
<laughs> I, if you love American food so much, so you're thinking of coming here to eat our hot dogs and hamburgers, here would be my question to you. How much do you like hot dogs? <laughs> I mean, do you really love hot dogs? Uh, because this is a weird time for us right now. We're trying some different things out in terms of vis-a-vis managing some different situations that we have going on right now. And I mean, I hope you really like hot dogs. I mean, like you have to really, really, really love hot dogs for this to make any kind of sense for you at all. And But the good news is, here's what you do. You fly here, you land in probably Atlanta, Hit up that Nathan's hot dogs. Get back on a plane. Get right, go fly right back, back on, on home. Plane. Get the yeah. get, you gotta you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> hey, bring a Justin size suitcase with you and leave it unattended near my home. You never know. That'd be cool. Pretty you smuggle neat. your boy out. Um, please I, don't do that. It's not, but it's not worth it. Come on, let's go. You'll get so sick. Get on my back. If you come here, you'll get so sick. We're going. Let's go. Hey, Gramps. Get mm. stamps.com. Grandpas it's, love stamps. So what you just said, it's well, like their so that's, favorite thing. No, but that's what I'm saying. So they like they're Gramps because they've always used stamp. They've used analog stamps. I'm oh. talking about digital stamps. Okay, cyber stamps. Cyber stamps. That's stamps.com. Well, you should you, can... you should have just said that. Well, but I, now I'm worried that there are cyber grandpas out there. <laughs> I am cyber grandpa. <laughs> I hope not. I have my digital weathers. Um, <laughs> a oh, new like hit that. character. Yeah. Okay. With stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office. Stamps.com offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residual surcharges. Nope, residential surcharges. Hey, what about a character named Surcharges? Is that anything? That sucks. That sucks too. Damn it. Okay. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get great discounts, too. Five cents off every Stamps and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. Right now. Our listeners get a special offer that involves a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother. The stamps.com, enter my brother. Hi, I'm Sir Charge. And I'm Cyber Grandpa. It's funny, man. And we're in love. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to stop that. Beep boop, eat my digital worthers. That is good, Trav. It felt good. I took it on. Right? I took that I took that boy on a walk. It felt good. Feels good. You know what else feels good? Entering in a promo code when checking out on an <laughs> internet website and getting it right and getting money off your purchase for it because here's the thing whenever you don't have that code and you see the field where it's like punch in a code to save money you know if you don't know the code someone somewhere is saving money and you're not and that's not fair but Ugh. honey is the great equalizer because it's a free browser extension that uh just finds those freaking codes for you 
while you're just shopping like normal, there's a little button that says apply coupons. And if Honey can find a coupon, it just and the prices go down. It's they've been advertising with us for a while, and I have now non exaggeration saved like over a hundred dollars uh, using Honey uh, every time I shop. Uh, it is a absolute grand slam fantastic addition to your web browsing mm-hmm. and web shopping experience. You can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash brother. That's joinhoney, H-O-N-E-Y, not the stupid way Pooh Bear spells it, dot com. Okay, the way we also spell it. It's the way we also spell it. For 20 what do you mean? Honey. 20 Honey. It's H-U-N-N-Y. Oh, is it spelled like that? It is for in our head. thing? I don't like that. Anyway, go to join H-O-N-E-Y dot com slash brother it's money honey i want a munch i want to munch welcome to munch squad it's a podcast within the podcast detailing the latest and greatest in brand eating uh, rather than go back into the time machine, we've got I've got a trio of new small munch squad stories to share with oh, you. God. Um, the first has is not thematically tied to the other two, but I did want to share it with you. Uh, this is about Bang Energy. Um, about what? Uh, and what's that? Bang Energy. It's an energy drink. Okay. They got a new flavor. It's a mouthwatering, ultra delicious. This is thanks to Katie, by the way, who sent this in. Uh, mouthwatering and ultra delicious Radical Skedaddle Ooh. by Bang Energy. The name Radical tells the story of this new flavor is extraordinary, <laughs> while the Skedaddle will literally make your tongue rattle. Huh. After simply skipping Radical Skedaddle, you'll feel the vibes of beating drums, okay. electric guitars, and rock music flowing through your brains and pulsating through your veins. Wait, what? With the new Radscad flavor launch, rock and roll was the goal and cutting edge nutrition was the vision. Whoa. It's easy as fishing when ambition drives the mission. Holy shit! That's Jack Oak, Bang Energy CEO, who seems to be, <gasps> in my uh, humble amateur opinion, I have no no, no information about a bad person. <laughs> seems to be a bad person. Hey, um, just real quick, just uh, I want to get a quick poll of the three people on this call. Do you think... Do you think Bang Energy doesn't know what the word skedaddle means? Uh, yeah, I think that that's fair. Okay, because they're trying to spin it like it's like rock and roll. That's not at all (laughs) what I get when I I see like maybe a little scamp whose baby- Skedaddle makes your tongue raggle. Okay. Uh, Jack also said, we don't make, uh, we don't make people want our products. Bang Energy makes products people want. Huh. Bang, we don't make people- It's interesting. Bang, Bang Energy. Anyway, that was wild. Maybe that's why I've never heard of Bang Energy. Okay. Me to the future. KFC uh, is 3D bioprinting uh, nuggets in Russia. Good. Huh. Just want to share everybody with that. There, uh, It's a 3D meat of the future printing thing. Mm. Uh, the project aims to create the world's first laboratory-produced chicken nuggets. They'll be as close as possible in both taste and appearance to the original KFC product while being more environmentally friendly to produce than the ordinary meat. Badass. Receiving a final product for testing is already being planned for the fall of 2020. In Moscow, this uses chicken cells and plant matter to create lab-grown chicken nuggets. Where do they get like the KFC. chicken cells? It doesn't harm chickens. Chickens, I think, give them freely. Maybe it's hair. <laughs> they have lots Maybe of cells. They have so many cells. Beard. Maybe it's beard trimmings. Mm, na- Bio meat has a, 
same micro elements as the original product while excluding various additives that are used in traditional farming and animal husbandry, creating a cleaner final product. Cell-based meat products are also more ethical. The production process does not cause any harm to animals. KFC remains committed to continuous improvement animal welfare from the farm through all aspects of our supply chain, including raising, handling, transportation, processing. Beheading is not listed there, but I'm assuming that's <laughs> taken at face value. Yeah. Uh, at KFC, we're closely monitoring all the latest trends and innovations and are doing our best to keep up with the times by introducing advanced technologies to our restaurant networks. So this is a, a race by KFC uh, to produce a more environmentally friendly chicken nugget so we can all, you know, uh, thank you to Caroline, by the way, for sending that one in. Um, so we can all enjoy, you know, a safer, f uh, more sustainable chicken nugget. We're working together. And then uh, to, to do that, a lot of work and energy is going into it just to make it you know, a little less of an impact on the planet. I think that's uh, cool. I do think they're missing an opportunity if they are 3D printing this stuff to make it in a way cooler shape. Like, for instance, just one very, very, very long rope. Like a long, yeah. like a like a chicken spindle. Don't, I just want to, I, I, I think it's great that they're putting all this effort into a more sustainable product, more humane products so we can all eat chicken and you know feel feel a little bit better about it there's one more story here i want to share from john central florida pdq locations to offer milkshake on monday with blended chicken tenders Whoa. <laughs> on on monday only guests can order their chicken tender hand spun shake which <sighs> contains vanilla ice cream and a whole chicken tender oh. blended up inside of it fucking in russia People are, are racing against the clock to save our bedraggled planet by coming up with plant-based 3D printed chicken tenders. In Florida, they're fucking jamming them into blenders almost as fast as they can produce them. This is why we need sustainable chicken tenders is because PDQ is fucking jamming them into blenders. Can I? It, I, I, I consider myself a pretty with it, dude. Yeah. Is this a thing people were asking for? I've never heard of this. Like, I've never heard of like, oh man, you like that milkshake? Well, you haven't really enjoyed it till you've put a chicken tender in it. Well, Trev, I'm glad you mentioned that. PDQ's chief marketing officer uh, said in this article, our guests love our craveable fresh chicken tenders and our delicious hand spun shakes. This shake combines the amazing flavors oh, in both. Oh boy. You motherfucker. This reporter who gets bonus points, bonus points to Dave Plotkin for for asking the hard questions is like it, basically like, is it fucking whack? Because it sounds whack. It sounds absolutely terrible. The quote that they got that uh that Dave got back was we have heard from our guests that they love our hand breaded chicken tenders. And they also love our hand spun milkshakes. So what better combination? To celebrate National Chicken Tender Day. You mother... Just... You can't... It's three ninety nine. That's a good deal. There's gonna be chunks in... Like, what are you, are you doing? That's straw? The, that's you doing... the plan, bud. Yeah, but Wanna I... Give... Is it a spoon thing? Oh, like... there's another... There's another chicken tender on top. Fuck. Yeah. Travis, you, who is this who is this imaginary person that you have that you have breathed life into this into the ether who says, "Yeah, let me get one of those um I guess 
uh, it's going to be either a hamburger or the chicken tender milkshake. You know what? I'll do the chicken tender milkshake. And then gets it back to their table and takes a big bite. And is like, hey, there's a chunk in this. <laughs> no, I'm not Chunky. sending this I'm not chicken upset. tender milkshake back. No, I'm talking about just consumability, Griffin. What is, what is the method? Because this would have to be spoon, right? Because a chunk of of chicken ain't going up a straw. This is not a straw drink. Um, I assume it'll be placed at your tomb with you, like an Egyptian pharaoh's cats. Uh, the Dave writes, uh, the small size of this monstrosity is three ninety nine, <laughs> and the regular size is five twenty nine. Now, Justin, was there a little editorial? Was there editorializing in there? Justin? No, I'm reading from Dave's story. <laughs> it's on OrlandoWeekly.com. Find it. The small size of this monstrosity is three ninety nine, and the regular size is five twenty nine. And there is no large because there is truly no justice in this world. <laughs> Have oh, we heard yeah. from Dave before? I feel like we've heard from Dave before. It's possible we've heard from Dave before. Uh, I do like. I wish there was a large because I like the person's like. I'm going to order this and I'm going to commit. <laughs> I really. <laughs> Why did you go ahead and put I'm a gonna... biscuit and maybe some like salt and sugar packets or whatever in there too? Just. Swirl it all up. Swirl it all up. Anyway, that's the Munch Squad. Sorry to take up so much of your time with it this week, but I just thought that those those stories were really a really nice pairing. Almost as nice a pairing as hand-spun milkshakes and chicken tender. Hey, real quick, can I tell folks at home about the Max Fun Drive? Yeah. yeah please. Okay. I'm I'm gonna speed through this because I don't want to waste too much of your time, folks. Right? Foot in the door. This is the straight shit. Here's how it works. You go to maximumfun.org forward slash join. You pick a membership level that you're comfortable with. At $5 a month, you get access to over 200 hours of bonus content from every MaxFun show and it stretches across all MaxFun Drive. There's tons of stuff on there. There's video stuff. There's audio stuff. There's stuff you're not going to hear anywhere else. You get that for just $5 a month. $10 a month, you get the bonus content. You get an enamel pen designed by Megan Lincott. You get to pick it. There's one for every Max Fun show. You pick your favorite. You're going to get that pin and a membership card that shows you are a member of the Max Fun family. For $20 a month, you get the bonus content, you get the membership card, you get your pick of the enamel pin, and you get a Max Fun themed game night pack with like Max Fun themed cards, a Max Fun themed dice bag, and Max Fun themed dice. There's other levels to pick from as well. Uh, you get to pick yours. You decide which level you're comfortable with. Maybe you're already a member and you have come to depend more and more on Max Fun shows for entertainment, education, or information, or whatever, right? And you're ready to move up to the next level. You can do that at MaximumFun.org slash manage. Maybe you are a big fan of Max Fun. You're already a Max Fun member. You want to be able to give more to the shows you love, but you, you aren't able to move up to the next level. This year, we're offering a new thing called Boosting, where you can go to MaximumFun.org slash manage, and you're able to give a little bit more without having to move up to the next level, right? So you're able to support the art and artists you love without having to commit to a higher membership level. Now, this won't qualify you for the rewards, but you'll have the reward of knowing that you gave more to the art and artists you love. If you're not able to give it all, we totally understand. Things are really, really uncertain out there. And, you know, these are scary times. And if you aren't able to commit yourself to a monthly payment, we totally get it. You can still support the shows by sharing the link, MaximumFun.org slash join, telling people why you love MaxFun shows, using the hashtag MaxFunDrive, sharing links to episodes, anything like that. And really, just listening to our shows is a lot of support. So thank you so much for that. When you become a member or increase your membership, 
30% of what you are able to give goes to Max Fund to pay their staff, to keep the lights on, and to fund next year's Max Fund Drive. The rest goes to the shows you listen to. When you become a member or upgrade your membership, they will ask you what shows you listen to, and that's where your money goes. So you are directly supporting the art and artists you love. So one more time, those uh, those URLs are MaximumFun.org slash join and MaximumFun.org slash manage. And if you're thinking about doing either one of those, we would ask that you go ahead and do it now before you forget. And if you're not able to, totally cool. That was so easy for me. I didn't have to say oh, yeah. or do like anything. And that, that's I just really, a service I, I offer. It was pretty rad, pretty righteous. And I do like it. I do appreciate it. Please go to MaximumFun.org slash join. It's a, it would be really cool of you. Um, can I do a Yahoo? Yeah. Yeah. This one's sent in by Adrian Cals. Thank you, Adrian. It's from uh, Yahoo Answers user Brit Brit, who asks, what is some advice you wish someone would have given you before starting your own clothing business? Oh, don't open that chest. It's cursed. I don't know how common. Well, I went. I went into Great Grandmama's attic to look for, for your clothes business. That, to yeah, sell to for look business. for clothes that I could sell. It was a consignment business, and so I you found were robbing your grand just to start from the beginning. Oh no, she's super dead. Okay. She's real dead. Just knowing I've been in the house for a while, and I was like, I know Great Grandmama has some old clothes up there that I could sell for consignment. Yeah, and so I went up there looking for clothes, and I found that old sailor's trunk. And I said, there's probably some cool old sailor clothes in there. And I opened it up. And first, let me say, there were some cool old sailor clothes in there, but also a scary sailor ghost. And so I had to contend with that for a while. And eventually, the only way I could get him to leave me alone is I had to make him a silent partner in the business. And now he gets 50% of every t-shirt I sell. And it's really draining my profits, frankly. And my overhead is over my head, if you know what I mean. Did you think about putting him back in the trunk? And dropping the trunk into the deepest I tried. of the ocean. No, I tried, but it it showed right back up in my living room, and then I okay. burned it, and it was right back there. And I gave it to a friend, and it was right back there. Uh, and the only way I could get him to go away is the the fifty fifty partnership, right? Uh, and the worst part is sometimes he does show up at the shop and he tries to make like interior decorating decisions, and he's like, "I think that the pants rack would do better over there," and I'm like, "Fuck, Stuart." But he's Get always, out of here. He does have a good point. Listen, I, I know, but at that point, it's like a thing, you know? Like, I don't want to give in to him because then it's just going to make him feel entitled to come back. And he kind of bosses my employees around, and yeah. I don't care for it. I think that I wish somebody would have stopped me before I cut holes in the back of all the pants to make little holes that people could poop through so they don't have to pull their pants down in the toilet. But those were a hit for a while. <laughs> for a while, but then it, it, I was psyched, Travis, the week that like people started to post about that on TikTok. And they're yeah. like, you got to get these butthole pants. And I was like, yes, I've made it. But then I like the following week, nobody came in. And I realized I was just sort of like a novelty to them. Like, well, the what pants do you think I changed? Made, the pants, well, it was, a, I guess they thought it was a joke. And like they, but jokes don't stay funny for very long. And oh, yeah. then it was like, not even like a practical thing that people um, wanted. So then I put patches on them, but the yeah. patches, the patches. <laughs> just regular bad pants. Now there's just bad pants with a patch on the back. And then, I, I wish jokes stayed funny for longer. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't have to do this every week. Can you imagine how nice it would be if we could just say like, no, those, those other jokes are still funny. Yeah, yeah. those are the jokes. Go, 
go back and listen to them. They're still actually pretty funny. They're just a week old jokes. It's still pretty funny. Go back and listen to those again. I bet there are people on Earth who still haven't even heard them. That's possible. They're funny to them, sharing their laughter. You know what I mean? (laughs) What about you, Justin? What's something you wish that someone had told you before you opened your clothing business? Um, that hold on Uh uh-huh we've already done cursed pirate chest and we did butthole cutouts um Uh uh-huh you can do this i tried to get the multi-scarf thing going it was one scarf but i pre-knitted them together oh to get that johnny depp steven tyler look Uh uh-huh uh i did not appreciate three things okay one that look would become unfavorable much quicker than anyone could have possibly imagined. Mm-hmm. Two, people like to mix and match their various scarves to create a new multi-scarf look every day. It's an expression of their own personality. I should have appreciated that, and I didn't. Now, the third the third thing is crumbs. You know, you, you have separate scarves. You enjoy a Long John... Silver's chicken tender meal, three pieces, two pieces, it doesn't matter. You start getting crumbs in there. Mm-hmm. If the scarf is all stitched together, uh, if it's several st- scarves that have been merged, that's the ball. That's the ball. Now you got birds. That, now you got Now you have a bird problem. Yeah. That's what happened to Brenda Fricker. <laughs> Everybody knows she had a mul- one of my multi scarves. She ate the chicken. The pigeons, the, yeah, the, the pigeons won't leave her alone. You get the fries in there. You get some of those crumblies, you know, where they've just fried the fat, like just to put some batter in there, mm-hmm. you know, and the birds love the batter. They and batter I, up and then they will they pick you that. up and fly you away. I wish somebody also had told me that there already was a store called Lids. Yeah. Because I'm open. Yeah. I paid all that money for a store at the mall called Lids. And then I made all my shirts that says, like, I'm a happy Lids employee that I made all the employees wear. Yeah. And then they, you know, I got a, e- I got a very terse email from the Lids owners of the real Lids. And they said, hey, you, got it. you can't do that. And so I said, what else am I supposed to call it? Uh, what else am I supposed to call my shoe store? And they're like, you're what? And I was like, yeah, dummy. <laughs> they're Lids for your feet. And then, and then Griffin took the war to them. Yeah. He, uh, I, you'll probably write about it in the paper, but uh, Griffin uh, went to the lids when when the store was empty, and he threw a Molotov cocktail in there. Yep. Except he messed it up, and he didn't do it right, <laughs> and there was somebody in there, <laughs> but he didn't do the fire part right either. Yeah. So it was just a broken bottle <laughs> yeah. on the floor. And it was yeah. just soda. They, they it made was just a bunch of cola. It, they made him come back and clean it all. It was, <laughs> and then they said, "You did such a good job cleaning. Do you want a job here?" And now Griffin works at lids. Yeah. Well, no. I, it works. It works. It lives in the mornings and then lives in the yeah. evenings. Oh, I did. Cha- I did have to change the name of my store, and I did change it to Feet Lockers because it's like little <laughs> yeah. prisons for your feet. I also decided, like, you're locking them up. You know. You know what I wish I'd known before I started What's my that? clothing business. Uh-huh. I wish I'd known that people liked airbrush shirts made to order because yeah. I just made a whole bunch of them ahead of time uh-huh. that said like Deborah and Tommy together forever, and it just said that one thing. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch, like a lot. I made like 600 shirts that just said Deborah and Tommy together forever. And it was T, it well, was uh, the letter T and then the letter two and then gather. And then it said F and then the number four and then right. ever. And people pointed out that that looked like together and forever. I didn't even think about that. Well, And also I don't know anyone named Debbie or Tommy and I don't even know if they're together. Yeah. 
You were able to salvage a little bit of that, though, when you scratched out everything except Deborah, and you did put in a sort of crude caricature of Ray Romano, and you did add like eight more A's on the end of Deborah. And that's I would I made wear, my first hey guys, million, hey but... gang, hey fam, I would wear the fuck out of that shirt. <laughs> Picture of a caricature, fucking Ray Romano, and it just says Deborah uh, 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 on top of it. Yes, 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 yes. Lock that up. Yeah, man, but here I go again. Fucking lids too. You can't just do that. You Isn't it weird? How the Calvin peeing on stuff took off, but Ray Romano screaming Deborah never became like a thing you saw in the back of trucks and like mm-hmm. ski news and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or the, the all the Ray- ones of Ray Romano very realistically, like photorealistic peeing from the and you see it from the front. So it's like coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Or Ray Romano Nobody kneeling down that. before the cross. <laughs> Ray Romano peeing on Peter Boyle. Um <laughs> I wish that I had... Ray Romano kneeling at his wife's grave just saying Deborah, but in a sad way. <laughs> yeah. Deborah, period. Uh, Deborah. <laughs> I wish... I wish... <laughs> or once... What about the ones where there's like a bunch of E's instead of a bunch of A's? So he's just saying, Deborah. Deeb. I wish before I made my unlicensed Pickle Rick hot pants uh-huh. that I had Googled what that character looked like. Yeah. It has a face. That's number one yep. that I should have accounted for. Because right now I have a lot of shorts with a lot with pickles with hands and feet and no face. Yeah. And I can't convince people that they're this Pickle Rick they're wild and, about. and also, Justin, you did kind of lay the letters out in the back so that a lot of them went into the butt crack. So when people wear it, it just looks like it says, Pick yeah, it's not That's good. That's not great. I, I really wish somebody would have told me to check the kerning when I did establish Griffin's tank tops so that it didn't look like I was trying to sell Griffin stank tops because yeah. those went over like a real lead balloon. I just wish people had told me how litigious Ray Romano was before I did all this branded content. Yeah. Uh, that, he that, wants, that, he's, it's really important to him that people think his penis and wiener looks a certain way. And they don't yeah. like it when you make a sticker of him. He also said pee. he wanted to decide when Deborah died and how. Yeah. That wasn't really important to him for the character. It's like he had a whole, if they ever get to make another season of Everybody Loves Raymond, most of it is going to be about how Deborah dies and how the character of Ray reacts to it. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, he let me in on it. It's gruesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of Damocles has been swinging over Patricia Heaton's head for some time now. And it's yeah. probably why, how, why she turned out the way. She did. Well, Ray told me that he was kind of envisioning a spinoff series in which Ray became a mentalist-like yeah. uh, like crime solver, and there needed to be something that fueled him into that, and it sure. did involve Deborah's gruesome, <laughs> gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> what, if I, what if instead the series, uh, he had been the lead suspect, uh-huh. and he had to find the person that did it, and it was called Everybody Hunts Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> It's just all the different government agencies working together to bring down Raymond. Or your police lo- officer, tell us where your brother is. Uh. It's Yeah, it's led by his brother for reasons that are clear and by his uh, stepfather for reasons that are not. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Raymond's blood because within it lies the pathogen that will cure <laughs> the world's ills. Yes. Yeah. J- uh, but... A uh, uh, bearded uh, uh, outdoorsman, Joel, has to lead his charge, Ray Romano, through a zombie-infested wasteland mm-hmm. because Ray Romano's blood may be the only uh, hope humanity has for creating a vaccine. 
to the uh, to the zombie play. And then I heard that in the fourth season of Everybody Loves Raymond, it was basically going to be like no one had been pregnant for a long time, but now Ray yeah. Romano was pregnant, uh-huh. and they were going to call it Children of Ray. And it's like, it, it, and it, then it just seemed like he was just kind of doing what different like post apocalyptic things. There was one yeah. where it was called Ray yeah. Box, where it's like yeah. Ray's in that box. Don't look in that box. Did you see? Um, did you see Twenty Eight Rays Later? <laughs> Thank you so much what for about listening. The, day, the, the, the Walking Deb. Wait, the Walking, the walking Deb. Deb. Wait, the white. Wait, Travis burst into the door. Wait, you can't wait, block the Walking me out. Deb. The Walking Deb reopened. <laughs> what about the day after Romano? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We very much appreciate it. One more quick pitch: the Max Fun Drive is <laughs> for another only- Ray Romano show. <laughs> For another Romano <laughs> that I just came up with, uh, that that is gonna do it for us. Um, but the Max Fun Drive will keep on going for a little bit longer. You're running out of time though to support the shows that you love. Maximumfun.org forward slash join is the address to do that. Uh, remember, uh, a five dollar pledge gets you the all the bonus content, which is great. Ten dollar pledge, uh, you get the uh, um, the enamel pin from whatever show that you choose at $20 a month, if you can pledge that. Gosh, we appreciate that. And uh, we're going to send you a Max Fun game pack with like dice and cards and stuff like that, plus the pin and the the bonus content. There's a beautiful camp mug at $35 mm. a month. Um, there, There's just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great stuff. But the real, the real thing is supporting the shows that you love. And um, if, if you can do it, we know it's a weird time, but if you can do that, it, it, it really would mean the world to us. Um, and, and it would, uh, we just really appreciate anything you can give. So maximumfund.org forward slash join. We appreciate those of you who are already donating so much. Thank you. We know it's, it's not easy and it really, it really does, um, make our lives possible. Yeah. So thank uh, you. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for a theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed, an album that makes my life possible because I need that rock and roll in my veins. And uh, Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo? I do have us? a final Yahoo. This one was sent in by Emma Kant. Thank you, Emma. It's Yahoo Answers. Another anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Um, this one is, this one was sent in by um, Bear, a bear who asks, how was the Golden Girls filmed in front of a live studio audience if it was filmed in a house? <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.